The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with my good friend Rob Rossi, who has been in the Pittsburgh media for about 25 years. He's a columnist at TribLive.com, the website for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review, also a manager of commercial content for 535 Media. Rob, in all your years, what's been the most revealing thing an athlete has said to you? Wow. Um, why do you wear such silly clothes when you're talking to Noah via the video? Uh, no. If I had to say something somebody said to me in the moment where it just knocked me back, it was probably uh, two years ago during the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the Penguins were up three to one in the uh, series against the San Jose Sharks. And Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, their former goalie, uh, who I have known since he was 18 years old, uh, we were talking between, uh, we were talking at a practice in Pittsburgh going into game five, which could have been the clinching game, Noah. And it would have been the first time a Pittsburgh team had won a championship in the city since 1960 when Bill Mazeroski hit the uh, Game 7 home run against the Yankees. So there was a lot of questions about what it would be like, uh, and I had covered the Penguins for the Tribune Review for a decade. I, at this point, was a columnist, but still most comfortable writing about hockey. And I had, you know, had the luxury of having covered a Penguins championship team and a Penguins team that lost, so I've I knew enough to know to seek out some stories about that sort of impending moment. And Flurry and I, who had a very good professional relationship, still do. We we talked often, um, in addition to at the rink, about things that had nothing to do with his profession. We would talk occasionally away from the rink. And we had talked away from the rink that time uh, during that season about his concussions. As as it so happened, that postseason, Flurry was supposed to be the starter going into it, and he did not uh, start that postseason because of a concussion. And by the time he was healthy, Matt Murray, who ends up replacing him historically as the Penguins franchise goalie, is just playing too well to surrender the reins. But at the same time, Flurry's probably the most beloved of the Pittsburgh Penguins by his teammates and has been a uh, athlete, though criticized nationally in Pittsburgh, the fans have always uh, supported him and rallied around him. So I went up to Flurry again the day before the Penguins were to try to win the Stanley Cup in 2016 on their home ice, and I asked him, had he given any thought that that could potentially be his last moment on the? Uh, ice uh, for the Penguins because at the time there was a chance the Penguins might trade him that offseason. Ended up doing it a year later. And he he smiled as he normally does and said that he had thought about it. And I said, well, do you want to talk about it? Would you mind answer some questions about it? And he said, I really don't want to. And I said, well, why not? I said, you know, there's a good chance that uh, this doesn't appear. I'm just trying to get a feel for something uh, to look for something on the ice. And he said, well, I've talked with my wife about this, and I 
don't think I'm going to spend a lot of time on the ice. I'll be happy with winning and I'm happy for my teammates, but this is Matt's Stanley cup. And I know what it's like to be that goalie. And I don't really feel as much a part of this. And I don't want to be in a situation where people are talking to me about my future when Matt should be being the one celebrated and, and having the questions asked of him in his moment. So I've talked with my wife about this because unlike last time when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup in 2009 in Detroit, Flurry then said, the difference is I have a daughter now. In fact, I have two daughters and I don't know if I'm ever going to win a championship again. And if it is my last game with the team, I want to have them in that moment. I want to be able to get some pictures with them, but I don't want to be long about it. So he told me about his plan to quickly have his wife and two daughters come onto the ice, take the Stanley cup when he it's handed to him, but then try to get as the quick pictures that he could and then get off. He said he wanted to celebrate in the locker room with his teammates. That This wasn't anything about ill feelings. He just didn't want to take away from Murray. Now, the Penguins lost that game. They ended up going to win the Stanley Cup in Game 6 in San Jose. And, of course, I looked for Flurry, And Flurry did have his daughters on the ice. And uh, he hung around a little bit longer than I thought. So, flash forward a year later, uh, Flurry is in his last season in Pittsburgh, and everybody knows it. He calls me one day mid-season and asks if I could talk to him about a conversation Hmm. he saw me having with the Penguins general manager, Jim Rutherford. And I said, sure. So he called and we discussed a lot of things. We discussed his wishes to play his trying to reconcile being a good teammate, but doing the best thing for him, trying to figure out if he wants to ask for a trade his belief that he was still not only a starting goalie in this league, but as a competitor, the best goalie on this team, Uh, his belief that Matt is a great goalie and that it's a really tough situation for Matt. And we had a, I would say about a 25 minute conversation over the phone. Uh, And about a week later, and I didn't write any of it. I, I said to him, look, I know you think you want to talk about this, but I think maybe we should hold off. Mm-hmm. And I've never really done that. Uh, no, you know me, I'm a pretty aggressive guy, but I could sense in that moment that he was wrestling with a lot of things. And quite frankly, probably because of my long history with him and maybe because I, I'd grown a little bit, I just decided, you know, going for the kill in that moment wasn't the most important thing. But over the course of the next two weeks over various conversations with Mark and and Mark's people, I ended up finding out a lot of things that had to do with who the teams were. He would okay a trade to what he had agreed to in terms of the upcoming expansion draft and allowing the penguins to uh, finagle it so that he would be exposed. Um, And I found out a lot of things that I just did not report. Uh, And part of that was because I told Mark, unless I can make a compelling case that I'm doing, I'm committing some journalistic crime. I'll hold off on this until I feel like it needs to be reported or until 
I find out something that's even better, and, and, you know, we make a swap. And then we didn't have a whole lot of conversations about it. But last postseason, Mark ends up starting the playoffs for the Penguins because Murray's injured. Mark is going through their entire first and second round and is playing like their MVP. And then Mark gets taken out early in the Eastern Conference Final, and Matt Murray gets put in, and Mark's, Mark's in a bad place. And one day during the uh, break between the Stanley Cup Final and the uh, Eastern Conference Final, uh, I'm there. I'm in the Penguins dressing room talking to him, and I bring up a lot of the things we had talked about in that conversation earlier in the year about his wishes, but also the conversation we had had the previous year about being on the ice in the Stanley Cup final. And Mark said, look, don't write it, but I'm in a different place this year. I know that this is the end. I feel like I've had a really good run here. I want the people to know how much I care about them. He goes, I want Matt to know how much I care about him. And I want to do this right. And he's, so Mark told me, he said, if we get close to winning, ask me the question again. And uh, I did. And he told me that his plan was if he got the Stanley Cup uh, handed to him early as a veteran, which he anticipated it would, he would then find Matt and that he was going to tell the Penguins about it uh, so that they could get a photograph because he thought that would be doing right by Matt. But also, he wanted his kids to see that that's how you handle things professionally, but also as a good person. And I said, oh, great. And he said, I don't want you to write it. And he's superstitious. He goes, but I want you Mm. to tell your photographer about it so he can get the shot. And I won't tell anybody else. And I did. And we got the shot. And other people got the shot, too. But what was really revealing about that to me, it wasn't just one thing. It was the character of that young man, the character of him as a father, as a friend, as a teammate, as a employee, as a citizen. And I remember just leaving the ice in Nashville uh, this past spring after the Penguins had won the Stanley cup again and thinking to myself, I'm blessed. I have a lot of things I'd be able to tell my kids about if I'm ever lucky enough to have any. I'm not so sure there'd be anything I would tell them more than this whole sequence uh, of these conversations with Marc-Andre Fleury, because I thought it showed the best of sports and the best of what sports can bring out of people that struggle, that... um, achievement, the, the, the agony mixed with the achievement, so to speak. And as you know, Noah, as we've got to know each other over the years, I'm a pretty cynical guy. So for something like this mm. to sort of stick with me, it's, it's pretty powerful. Uh, so I would say that's the most revealing. It's not one thing, but it's sort of a series of conversations I've had over the course of a year with a guy who was really going through the transition of his life, of his professional life. Rob, I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Sorry I talk so much. I don't give you much time. It's just like old times. <laughs> and sometimes all you have to do is ask one question. For those of you who are not my cousins in Pittsburgh, 
Marc-Andre Fleury was the number one overall pick in the 03 NHL draft. He won three cups with the Pens and a gold medal with Team Canada in 2010. And he now plays for the expansion Vegas Golden Knights and is having a terrific season despite missing 25 games because of a concussion. His two daughters that Rob mentioned, their names are Estelle and Scarlett. You can follow Rob on Twitter and Instagram at real underscore Rob Rossi, R-O-S-S-I. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.